it's in times of crisis where good leadership becomes absolutely fundamental to your quality of life. Welcome to the From Quarantine podcast, a daily dose of dry humor from two Americans living in the heart of Europe, hosted by January Newbanks and Tassie Gibson. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to part two of our conversation with Dan and Nicole about updates from the UK. We hope you enjoy. As a fellow expat, I know that your heart can be in two places Mm -hmm. when something like this arises. We've got families in the US, and I know at least for the Czech Republic, they've been speculating that borders will be closed. You might be able to get out to go back to your home country if you want to, but you wouldn't be able to come back. So they've been speculating that borders would be closed in that manner up to six to 24 months depending on the rest of Europe. So from the perspective of an expat and like seeing what's going on at home versus what's going on in the country of residence, do you guys compare and contrast? That's a decent question. Do you want to go, babe? Um, yeah, it's it's funny because I almost, because schools have only closed since Friday and it's only been since Monday that we've had, you know, the real, you know, lockdown as it were. Um, I don't feel like I've had a lot of time to think about it. Um, it's still yeah. a bit surreal. And two we like I said, we've been um, completing on a house purchase. I don't know how stupid that is, yeah. but <laughs> we'll soon find out. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I think in terms of, like in terms of I think about the economy, I am glad I'm here only because there is, a social safety net and there's a much more functioning welfare state, which means that um, the necessary aid for businesses, et cetera, can get to them a lot easier. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. There's a frame. There's an yeah, infrastructure like, set there's up. An infrastructure already set up for that kind of thing. Um, and of course the chancellor um, in, in the UK, he's actually already announced the package that's going to be happening. It's, it's more robust mm-hmm. than we ever expected from yeah. a conservative yeah. government. But that's that. But that's yeah. to say, the interesting thing is even a conservative government here is going to have more of a sense of the, the necessity of a welfare state. So because yeah. there is a welfare sort of infrastructure in place, a social safety net, you know, there's something to say about that being a necessity, being really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to say, I'm glad that I am in a society that has that. Yeah. I felt that way today because the Czech Republic made an announcement. They've been rolling out some of these um, packages um, over the last week. And for me, because I work as a con- consultant, basically, um, they have eliminated all of our social tax and health insurance tax uh, for the next three months. And I was like, (laughs) like the burden of not having to pay that or there's, there's some, some minimum that you have to pay, but um, you know, that takes a couple hundred dollars Mm. off of my chest. Um, And just knowing that the government is behind us, and yeah, of course, like there will probably be a recession, but the whole world is going through a recession. Yeah. Like this isn't one person, yeah. this isn't one city. Like we are, are literally all in this together and knowing that people know that and the government knows that. And yeah, yeah 
as Jan and I have said, this isn't our favorite government either um, currently here, but that doesn't change the fact that they're willing to mm-hmm. help the people and the yeah. social system. In times of crisis mm-hmm. where good leadership becomes absolutely fundamental to your quality of life. Uh, I think on a day-to-day basis, mm-hmm. a little less so. Like you can have moderately good leadership or great leadership and it kind of maybe affects you, but the decisions being made um, are, are really paramount to, to kind of how, what's going to happen going forward. And so far it's been, it's been great in the UK. I do have to say that, um, you know, watching the presidential kind of run up back when we had 300 Democratic candidates, um, I think Andrew Yang floated direct <laughs> payments to uh, U.S. citizens, like direct checks to help stimulate the economy. And then, you know, it was like socialism and it was, caught, it was, a, yeah. it was like the third red yeah. scare. And then, and then <laughs> someone who shall not be named suggested a thousand for each member of U.S. citizen. It's like, thank you, Jesus. Us with government money. It's, 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 <laughs> socialism isn't popular until until it's either a corporation or a direct payment from a Republican president, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> I think it's fascinating what the U.S. is doing, like just giving like every citizen the same amount of money. Because I mean, like in he, here in the Czech Republic, you 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 need to have a need, so there's like a there's a give and take to the situation. Somebody who's more well off and their business isn't suffering, they aren't out of work, they're not going to get a check to the same amount that like the person who is out of work and has to homeschool their children now. And, you know, all of those burdens that sort of add up. Um, But in the US, it's like, just, we're going to give a check to everybody, which, you know, didn't really work out that well when Bush did it. Um, (laughs) And so I'm just kind of curious, like, how this is going to happen. I mean, we're going to get money, all of us. Yeah, it's weird. I didn't think about that. I'm not. Um, yeah, I mean, you have the Reagan revolution to really thank for that. Um, back in the, if you can even go back to as late as the 70s, maybe even in the early 80s, tax brackets of 80 to 90% for multimillionaires were not uncommon. There was no political debate. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden yeah. in the 80s, and uh, you have this kind of new conservative revolution, then all of a sudden taxing people who make absurd, more money than they could spend if it was their one mission from God to do so, uh, taxing, <laughs> them, taxing <laughs> them more than poor people now seems unfair. And so, yeah, it's just something that is absolute lunacy when you look at it from a European's perspective. Yes, poor people need more help, give them more money, uh, especially in this time of yeah. need, And but it's a debate in the States. And pay your taxes so that society runs. Like yeah. this, this concept to me is mind blowing. I'm and I'm not paying sixty percent of my taxes. Like I pay a normal amount of tax. I don't know what it is, thirty percent or whatever. Um, but you pay your taxes so that the kid next door goes to school and that you can take the bus in the morning and the sidewalk like, to walk on. Right. You pay your taxes so that you can live in a society where people are happy and healthy and well-educated. And didn't Jesus tell us just to give to Caesar what it's Caesar's? <laughs> <laughs> I want to quote that. Cassie, you're forgetting about the completely debunked and failed policy of trickle-down economics, because we all know one thing, all right, is that millionaires and billionaires do not hoard wealth. They distribute it evenly. <laughs> And it doesn't get uh-huh, passed down uh-huh. to their <laughs> shitty offspring. So I think you're forgetting about no. economics. Yeah, maybe we should invite Britney Spears to this conversation. I heard that she's ready to redistribute the wealth. Ooh, wow! <laughs> Did you see that tweet today? I sent it to Jan. Oh my oh gosh. gosh! 
I'll send it to you later. Yeah. I was cracking up. I think it's, it's the way that she phrased every, I mean, the, she's an, on a cloud. Like she just retweeted a quote. She's like on else. a cloud somewhere out there <laughs> where she thinks that Americans are going to like just start distributing, redistributing their money and singing Kumbaya to each other. And I'm like, um, you know, that's not the American way. Yeah, no, that's that's been you know, but I always, I always get my political advice <laughs> from Britney Spears. No, <laughs> yeah, no, leave Britney alone. <laughs> Poor Britney. I know she's had a rough go. It's Britney Spears now. She is. She's, she's not, not, not that much chicken. younger yeah. than us. Yeah, I, was I would have to say, say she. No. I mean, that's totally off topic on every level. But I'm just curious. If you haven't listened to enough episodes of this malarkey. Off topic is on top. (laughs) That's kind of our shtick. I know. You're going to get some complaints. You guys have been talking about quarantine for a lot this episode. That's true. We have stayed on topic. Yeah. Just to kind of run with the last question, though, I'm really glad to be in Britain. Uh, They are less uh, individualistic, a little bit more community minded. There's kind of a, I mean, there's been a lot of fracture with, with Brexit. And obviously, mm-hmm. um, and there is a, but there's a sense of community. There's a sense of um, philanthropy that doesn't exist. I always joke that if you ever want to do something in Britain, just turn it into a charity and you can get it funded. But they are much more, <laughs> much more charity minded. They are kind people. U.S. people are kind as well, but they're also um, super individualistic and armed to the teeth. And and I don't, I don't think <laughs> yeah. civil war and anarchy is going to happen in the states, but. If social order breaks down in Britain, what you're going to get is a cup of hot tea in the face because that's all they got. No, no mace. No mace. No, no. You may get some like medieval reenactors going around with like, uh, you know, spears. And maces. And maces. Yeah, you may have a few like. Um, that happens in the Czech Republic. Every once in a while, I'll get on the uh, metro or the tram, and there'll just be a dude in like full armor uh-huh. carrying a giant, like, King yeah, Arthur sword. I'm really hoping to go to the park in the next <laughs> month and have a black knight there saying, None shall pass over a two, <laughs> over a two inch stream. <laughs> or an old man asking, What is my name? What is my quest? But um, no, it's, <laughs> it's nice to be in a place without firearms that is generally, um, you know, taking care of the poor is in in everyone's best interest <laughs> immediately my school i kind of love that caveat of without fi- just, firearms yeah, I'm, you know i'm happy to not have firearms <laughs> yeah That's but pretty I, cool. and it's also nice to know if i can acquire a firearm i don't have to do any prepping because you just walk over and <laughs> say thank you for preparing well for it's my personal belief that you know the truly courageous person will headbutt you don't need a gun <laughs> and, yeah it it is nice knowing you don't have to go to a gym here you just have to get the fire one firearm and one of those guys working out but no I'm, I'm glad i'm glad oh, they yeah. are a kind sense and i think the word sensible people who um yeah you know we're lucky enough to stay here hey can you tell i'm 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 speaking to the immigration officers listening right now <laughs> Constantly going uh, up for renewal next year. We're all dangling like John Edward uh, said, like a like a spider over hell. The thin string. (laughs) That's a sunny way to Um, put it. (laughs) I do want to point out. I still know the order of Saints Days as they are celebrated in the UK. Tell us, babe. Okay, so just in case anyone wants to question my loyalty to my new home country, Uh so it's (laughs) David Patrick. 
um, George and Andrew. And what's the acronym? And the acronym, because oh, we had to know this for the um, citizenship test, for the residency test. You had to know the acronym. We had too. to know the order. She made one up. I, I made up an acronym. Oh, okay. I made it up. So it's don't particularly give a, and then I added shit to it. So it's obviously <laughs> don't is David, particularly is Patrick, um, give is George, and A is Andrew. So you know what? I still know it. Boom. I'm a true patriot. Nice. True patriot. You can't, depart, you can't deport us. Nicole was on the proms. There's no more British institution and a bunch of uh, like geriatrics listening to classical music inside of a gilded dome. Plug the podcast. Plug the podcast. We are not going to talk about Mythos Podcast because we'll talk about mythospodcast.org would be shameless plugging. It would be. And we're not about that. So having said that, next week, I'm going to start putting out um, short lockdown lore. (laughs) (laughs) That's I'll be retelling some folk tales so people can deal with quarantine. Dan, I was thinking about your... um, your comment that you just made about like, if you want to get something funded in the UK, make it a charity. Um, I remember like years ago having a conversation with you when you were talking about how to revive endangered species population is to start eating them and make them a delicacy. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I tell my students that story all the time. My, my friend Dan. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you think about the buffalo, the American buffalo was nearly extinct until Ted Turner basically made it into a delicacy mm-hmm. and opened a burger restaurant. Yeah. And now there's more than we know what to do with. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think applying that to, you know, the giant panda. I mean, I, oh, you know, God. like any animal that won't mate to live deserves to go. How would you like, eat panda? Would you like a panda? Um, that's what I was gonna say. I was fry. like, even if Nicole, we panda, panda sausage, um, I'm giving a whole list of things. Thank you very much. Panda sausage and a burger. I think, uh, and yeah, like panda a, jerky. A, a panda chowder sounds really nice. Mm, yeah, yeah. If you can't, if you can't <laughs> make to live, it's, it's, I know. I was thinking. About how that. long does panda sex last? About seven and a half seconds. Like <laughs> it's not that much effort. Have it you, really isn't. They're have you so read about lazy. the extent to which the Chinese government has invested time and money into trying to get them to mate? They've actually shown them that, pornography, yeah. human yeah, pornography. So they, like after oh injecting them with like, you know, weapons grade Viagra. Like they've done, they've done everything. <laughs> I think manual stimulus. I think everything to get these fuckers to fuck. Sorry. Can you bleep that out. Um, <laughs> to get these animals to procreate. To procreate. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that the last ditch effort is to make them delicious. <laughs> and um, but that that only is accounts that your for oh yeah, well that could be a quotable quote. <laughs> but that only like that only affects like human the human intervention that is like destroying habitats and stuff that doesn't actually like eating them is not going to help them have the will to <laughs> well and, like, you know what you just, can lead a horse to just... water exactly exactly <laughs> they might just be destined for the history books you know 
I don't know why someone didn't hire the four of us to solve, you know, <laughs> oh, it's most problems have, on earth. It sounds like the idea is generated. called the <laughs> consultancy, and it's just a consultancy for everything, <laughs> all the things. <laughs> That's our next no one would insure us. None of us are qualified to do anything. <laughs> the amount of lawsuits from bad advice and then from libel. Oh my God, we'd have to be anonymous. Dude, health coaches have this shit on lock. All you have to do is put like a little disclaimer on your website because health coaches don't know jack. Like, sorry, don't make sound like health like coaches. That? Like life coaches, health coaches, like I don't know, whatever coach you're going for, like <laughs> let's just say some of them are really, really great and helpful out there. And there are like it's like being a yoga teacher. There are like places where you can go to get certified or whatever. Um, but like, really, there's no governing body. True. Like, you know, like the very oh. important uh, haircutting industry in the United States, which you have to have a license for from the government. You should start. You can't start on what certification body. That's where the money is. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Um, so. Somebody has to be into politics, though, because we need, like, the politicians. Yeah, to we'll call it yoga twats or something. <laughs> and, like, I, I'm certified by the official, really prestigious twatting industry. Yeah, like, now we can do that. So much money to be made. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to put an adult language disclaimer on the beginning of this episode. <laughs> I'd like to be an existential crisis manager. <laughs> but I couldn't be... <laughs> Dan, I think that's actually what you've been doing in my life since I met you at the age of 17. That's been your that's been your whole purpose. I think I have letters in that box up there that you wrote me from Bolivia that was just like, it'll be all right in the dark time. But it all comes down to like you're just dust in the wind. Like that's how I kind of get it's loose. always gonna be profit to doom with him at some point. It it will get down to the fact that we are just um yeah, forgotten dust screaming into the void. <laughs> And, <laughs> and Dan's second moment of calm. <laughs> I remember one of your quotes from your letters to me when we were young was, all life is pain. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I think you ended on that Thank note, you. too. That. I do have a quote, though, a moment of calm. And you guys, um, I, I went on a gigantic two-month-long Mr. Rod, Fred Rogers um binge recently and you guys talked about him on a recent episode and i remember him but yeah i i listened to the old did you listen to the finding fred podcast it's incredible it's know. it's a guy's journey what? um i forgot who produces it but you'll find it but it's his journey and he he goes far behind the scenes in places you'd never expect into all sorts of culture and, and and it's a real exploration of the entire not just fred himself but an impact on our generation uh the, the good and the bad it's it's phenomenal and it's very introspective. So I recommend that. But obviously the film and then the documentary and then even went, went back and watched a bit. So it was, um, he's been on my, my heart and my mind a lot. But anyways, here's something that he said. Um, and I can't do his voice, but I'll try to do his tempo. How great it is when we come to know that times of disappointment can be followed by joy. So, oh, I love Fred. Um, <laughs> Everyone I know is experiencing some yeah. disappointment right now. I've got friends that have lost homes. I've got a friend who can't get married. Um, but this is going to, uh, at the end of this, there will be 
um, joy to make up for the things that everyone has lost. And I hope everyone's doing all right out there. Thanks so much for being with us, guys. It was so nice to talk with you. And we'll, we can do this again sometime. I thought this was... Let's do it in yeah. six months once the world returns to normal. Yeah, I'd love to do follow-up episodes after we... I mean, like, oh, fingers crossed. the long haul. Yeah, fingers crossed the world to- turns back to normal in six months. I would be super happy about that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think that it's, it's fair to say that... Uh, this outbreak has imprinted on the globe um, a shift and a change in the way that we think about things. And so I think it's going to be really important to process Mm. after the fact, like really important to go back and, and think through, you know, what happened and how we feel about it and uh, how we can be there for each other, a support going forward. So Thanks so much for processing with us what you guys are going through in the UK and uh, sharing your experience. I know a lot of people um, can be benefited from that information and just, you know, hearing what you have to say and understanding your perspective. Thanks for putting this on and thanks for sharing the podcast, ladies. You you guys are very compelling and and, uh, really therapeutic. Mm. Oh, thank you. We love, love you guys. Too. We'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode of From Quarantine. Our greatest wish is that it brought some levity to your day. If we made you laugh even a little bit, then we accomplished our goal. We are now live on all major platforms, so you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, as well as your favorite third-party apps. Just search for From Quarantine. You can find us on Instagram by searching From Quarantine as well. And you can also reach us through our website, quarantine.cz. We would love it if you would like and share our episodes with your friends. But if you could also take a moment to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, that would help us out tremendously. Thanks again, and we'll see you tomorrow. This podcast is brought to you by the coronavirus outbreak. Live together.